everybody, welcome to another episode of Lunch with PB&J. This is part two. <laughs> part two of like, what, three or four verses? Yeah, part two of the parent-child relationship topic in our Ephesians chapter six study. And so last week we talked about what it looks like for kids to obey their parents. This week, parents, we're coming at you. Because <laughs> you don't get off the hook. We're parents, so we're actually coming at us. <laughs> All right. Um, and so we're going to talk today what it looks like as parents who are um, submitted to Christ, what it looks like for us to raise our kids in a way uh, where we are giving discipline and instruction that is based on, founded in the word of God. Yeah. And so this is going to be a great one one for all you parents out there, whether you are a, uh, you have a loving spouse by your side where you're both serving God. If you're a single parent, if maybe you're in a blended marriage, family. Uh, blended family, maybe you're in a marriage where one is serving Christ, one isn't. We're going to talk about all of that today. So thank you for being with us. Let's jump into part two of, I didn't have a title for it. Part two <laughs> of parents and kids. But that's for the kids. Now we go to verse four and it says fathers. Uh, in this case, we're going to say fathers is what the verse says, but we're going to look at parents. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Mm -hmm. So again, fathers and, 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 and the parents were given this responsibility. Yeah. And it is a heavy, heavy responsibility um, because this is, again, it's all about how believers submit to Christ. Mm -hmm. And as part of the way that we submit to Christ is how we raise our kids. Mm -hmm. And so this is a part of our walk with God. Mm -hmm. Me raising my five kids with my wife, how we raise our kids is part of, it's not a separate part of our lives it is a part of our walk with god, with god right. it's a part of my relationship with christ is how i'm going to raise the kids the bible says over and over again you know kids are a blessing from god they're yeah. a gift from god he's given them to us yeah. therefore we are to be stewards of all that he's given to us and yeah. again that word gets thrown about out about money but kids have been given to us as a gift yeah. as a blessing yeah. and so how we parent them how we raise them how we is, take care of them is a reflection of our relationship with Christ. Did you know this kind of a side note? And I could kick myself for not writing it down now, but it's in Timothy, first or second Timothy, and it says something like for a father not to take care of his children, if he's not taking care of the needs of his children, then basically the church is to look at him like He's not a believer. He is worse than a believer mm -hmm. because he doesn't take care of his children. Mm -hmm. So in reference to what he just said of um, it's a reflection of our, it's not separate. Our relationships are, are matter and they are a reflection of our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and as you go through the Bible, like if you, you say, well, the Bible doesn't say a lot about parenting. So here's the deal with the Bible. Okay. <laughs> is one, the Bible does talk about parenting, but also what the Bible doesn't sometimes talk about specifically, it talks about in principle. Yeah. And the way that it does that sometimes is by giving us examples. Yeah. If you read in Hebrews, it says, there's been this great cloud of witnesses that have gone before us. There's all these examples that have lived before us right. to show us how to live and how not to live. Yeah. What are good choices, what are bad choices. And so the Bible is filled with parents that have set good examples mm -hmm. and parents that have made 
bad bad choices and they set bad examples you uh, Eli in when the it Bible, comes to so I have Eli Ooh. written down Eli did not correct his sons and it, it led literally led to the defeat of Israel mm-hmm. because he would not um, discipline his sons uh, David mm-hmm. King David pampered he coddled little Absalom <laughs> he let little Absalom do whatever he wanted mm-hmm. and he, he he just he treated him so and then Absalom grows up and you know turns into a horrible horrible person <laughs> and all these people are talking about like they died early you know i even i even looked at sometimes favoritism now we have five kids we don't have a favorite even though just the other day they nolan, try to figure it out nolan and judah were asking me which one's your favorite <laughs> and i go well it's obvious <laughs> that's <laughs> that so mean answer. isn't it that was my answer they're sitting there and they both just kind of smile like yeah it's me <laughs> and i said well whatever yeah it's it's pretty whatever obvious so i don't even have to say it out loud uh but we see favoritism in the Bible, favoritism by moms. Yeah. Jacob's mom, yeah. right? Jacob, yeah. fa- uh, Jacob's mom. She favored Jacob over Esau. Yeah. And then Created dad. Jealousy. And then what happened is he grows up and Jacob favored Joseph yeah. over his brothers, yeah. right? And then yeah. what do we see? It led to division, divided yeah. homes, divided relationships because parents showing yeah. favoritisms. And so um, how we raise our kids matter, yeah. um, not just for for us, not mm-hmm. just for our homes, but for future generations mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I love how, so, you know, going into that, fathers do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Like, I I love how it's not just speaking to children. Okay, children, mm-hmm. obey your parents, you know. And it was the same for the husband and wives. Oh, submit to your husband. But we have to read the whole thing. Like, yeah. parents, we don't get off the hook for how we treat our kids. You can't let the authority that you have in the home go to your head and be mm-hmm. be harsh and be aggressive yeah. and be, um, you know, there's a way that God wants you to treat your children. You know, mm-hmm. I, I thought about the the fruit of the spirit. Like if you just, you just want to know, okay, how should I be treating my kids today? Think about the fruit of the spirit. That mm-hmm. will help you in how you you know, interact with your children, but we don't get off the hook. There's a heavy burden, a heavy responsibility. And you look at those. So a couple of things where you look at the word, uh, fathers don't provoke your children to anger by the way, treat them rather. So another word is instead, you know, remember that word we keep coming back to. And it's just this neon sign to me that says, instead do it God's way. Mm -hmm. You know, don't provoke, provoke your children to anger, the culture around us and the world around us is giving us a lot of bad examples, mm-hmm. a lot of abuse, a lot of just aggression, a lot of bad behavior by parents. So we have, you know, the world's given us some bad examples, but it says rather bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. So, so you look at the discipline and instruction, but um, how do we know what this looks like? How do we, it's it's instruction and discipline that comes from God. It's yeah. not um, it's not discipline and instruction instruction of how I was raised, mm-hmm. you know, or how he was raised. Because that's the thing is, um, now we had good examples. I shouldn't have said that, but it's this thing where a lot of people just naturally parent the way that they were, um, how they were treated, yeah. and there's just. There's a lot of drama that can come with that. So I think it's important to, to understand that God is saying, rather bring them up, raise them this way, the mm-hmm. Bible. Raise them with the discipline and instruction that I'm going to give you, that I'm going to teach yeah. you. 
because if you look to what you know, a lot of us, you know, again, we didn't, but a lot of people come from really unhealthy backgrounds and families and they just go right into what they know. And so and a lot of times they either go with what they know or they swing so far. If they had a bad yeah. example growing up, yeah, then they will swing so far to the other side yeah. that they overcorrect in the other direction. Yeah. Um, and, and so it can be just as bad, but just in a, so for example, if you grew up in an abusive home, you mm-hmm. could swing so far to the other side of, I'm going to no make discipline. sure my child always knows that they're loved and cared for and you end up with no discipline mm-hmm. in the home. And so what you end up with is a child that has issues just different than your own issues. Yeah. <laughs> they're just different issues because we're not we're not to, to to our example and our foundation for parenting is not found in those around us. Yeah. It is found first and foremost in the word of God. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't read a parenting book or get advice <laughs> or, you know, my dad told me but or my mom told careful, me, but word. just make sure that it all lines up with the word of God. Um, and that is, that's the parent's role. So that word provoke, uh, you see it in other places and especially along mm-hmm. these lines. And it's like, don't provoke, but instead mm-hmm. encourage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you really see that provoke. Provoke really means to discourage. Don't mm-hmm. discourage. Don't put them down. Mm-hmm. Don't belittle. And and so I think, again, it's this lofty example. Just what you were saying. It's not that we get to have this position of, oh, I have these little yeah. people now that I get to boss around. <laughs> right? But to understand that this is, this is how I see it is, uh, I think I said when we talked about husbands and wives, I said my my understanding for my relationship with Christ grew when I got married mm-hmm. because that's how the relationship with Christ is mm-hmm. explained. My relate my understanding of God grew when I had kids. Yeah. And the reason for that is the Bible consistently and we we all know this, right? God is our father. Okay. He's a heavenly father. And as a pastor, I've counseled so many people over the years that have such a hard time grasping the idea of a yeah. f- heavenly father who loves them. Yeah. And the more we talk, it you, it comes down to the fact that they had a father who abandoned them, mm-hmm. a father who abused them, a father who never said that they loved them, a father who did all kinds of terrible things or just wasn't connected, just didn't work on the yeah. relationship. And so they can't connect with God because they never, they that put picture. human characteristics onto a yeah supernatural God and so as a father I I feel this weightiness mm-hmm. of how I God. live yeah. how I speak how I parent how mm-hmm. I care for my kids how I love their mother how I do all of these things I it is my responsibility to give them a earthly reflection mm-hmm. of a heavenly father mm-hmm. and that is a heavy Mm-hmm. Heavy. Well, you're not perfect, but you're doing a good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so, it, but I think we need to walk around, like we need to carry that weight with mm-hmm. us as parents, that mm-hmm. we are a reflection, specifically men, if you're listening to this or watching mm-hmm. it, specifically men, we have, that is the role that we are to fulfill mm-hmm. in our kids' lives, is to give them an image of their heavenly father. Yeah. And so that needs to come through in everything, everything that we do yeah. for them, again, for the family, for the marriage relationship, for everything that we do, how we how we handle our money, mm-hmm. how we, the entertainment we allow and take in and, yeah. and everything that we do should be a reflection of the heavenly father. Yeah. The two things that they kind of, that he mentions here of 
So rather bring them up, raise them and with this discipline and this instruction. And then it comes from the Lord. I just wanted to hit like on just the topic of discipline just for mm-hmm. a second because I feel like it um I feel like this potentially, especially in our culture and the people we talk to and just the things that we hear, this is probably where people kind of struggle the most because there's this misconception that discipline means that I don't love my child. Right. Right. And so especially sometimes for mothers of just like it's it's more of our, um, you know, nature sometimes to be more just like a little bit more gentle, a little bit more. Um, yeah, so it, it can be harder sometimes in the discipline area and area for women, but I just wanted to read this to get, to get, it, it comes back to, if he's telling us to discipline our children and instruct, instruct our children and do it, it needs to come from the Lord, then I have to read my Bible for examples. I have to read and understand, okay, what's he talking about? Um, so I just wanted to kind of give you a scripture to look at if you feel like you know discipline is hard for me it comes it's hard because I feel like I don't love my child when I'm disciplining them but so Hebrews 12 um, especially 5 and 6 but a little bit longer so um, it says "And, and have you forgotten the encouraging word words God spoke to you as his children it goes back to you know don't provoke encourage so Uh, Have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. And this is the one I want to focus on. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as a child. And that's, I really think, and then it goes into giving you an earthly example about your father uh, your father disciplines you because he loves you. So keep reading on. But I just, I feel like that's something we really have to understand and get in our spirit. The Lord disciplines those he loves. Mm-hmm. If he didn't love us, he wouldn't discipline us. Um, and the mindset of today is, well, if I have rules or if I discipline my child, then they're not going to think I love them. Or, or I think it's this idea of it goes, we're talking about provoking means to discourage. Yeah. Sometimes the way the culture presents it and the way some people think today is like, well, if I discipline my kids, I'm discouraging them from mm-hmm. being who they are. And so, you know, they're going to, yeah. So I think yeah. I think there's just, there is, there's such a negative attachment yeah. to discipline in general that we just need to let them explore and yeah. let them discover who they are and all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> but But if you love your children then you will instruct them, you will discipline them. And, um, you know, a big one for us is let's say they do something wrong and you're dealing with something. Sometimes, like, I've had to go pray and Mm -hmm. get anger out of me and ask God to help me. And then I come back and it's like you're literally a brand new person. Mm -hmm. Does it mean that I'm not going to discipline? No. Yeah. Like, we about to lay down the law. But it's this thing where I'm doing it in love Mm -hmm. and they know it. Yeah. They know because it goes back to um, if you can do all these things, this discipline, this instruction, you can do it when you have the fruit of the spirit helping you. And it's it's important, I think, to understand that as a parent, you can love your child the right way. You can love your child the wrong way. Mm-hmm. The world's way. And the same at the same time, you can discipline the wrong way. Yeah. I'm not saying there's not a people. I know I know people that were brought up in homes that 
They were they were physically abused and emotionally abused and verbally abused, and all in the name of discipline, all yeah. in the name of building character. Yeah. And there's 100% it was done in the wrong way yeah. uh, and had incredible negative effects on those people yeah. as they grew into adulthood. Could you even look at that word? It says, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Yeah. In the moment, they may be angry at you, but what you're actually doing is you're creating this anger towards God, towards yeah. the world. When they grow up, it makes a bitter person. But I, and so I, I can speak for myself of I look back on growing up, and and you know now I thought I was an amazing child. I just look <laughs> back on my childhood; it was amazing, and I figured it was probably because I was an amazing child. Yeah. But then I listened to my parents talk and... They're like, he's a pest. Apparently, I was pretty annoying <laughs> and uh, I was a little bit of a challenge. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't know. Um, but I look back and I know that I was I know that I know was disciplined. I know that my parents... But I also... And, and, and other things too, not just in discipline, but also talked about instruction. Instruction. Like I, I, I use this as an example all the time. Like uh, I grew up in Canada and so as a little kid, I played hockey as a kid. Um, and when I was younger and I remember a particular time where there was a hockey tournament that was going on it was going on over the weekend there's games on Saturdays and games on Sunday and the first couple of games or the first game on the Sunday uh, was in the morning during church and I remember vaguely I don't remember all the details but I vaguely remember like I just I didn't play in that game I Mm -hmm. played in the afternoon game Mm -hmm. because there wasn't church going on but I didn't play in the morning game. And it was because we were going to church. Mm-hmm. And church came first. And that was just uh, something that was instilled in me yeah. as a kid. And I look back on that, and it didn't traumatize me. I wasn't angry about it. I didn't stomp my feet. I didn't get mad. Uh, I just I went to church mm-hmm. with my family like I always did. And then I went and played later on that day. Mm-hmm. And then what happened is... As I grew older and got into my teens, I started playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And I remember there's a tournament in baseball, but now I'm a teenager. Now I'm 17, 18 years old, something like that. And, uh, and there was a tournament. But now I remember my parents let me make the decision because there was games on Friday. There was games on Saturday. There were games on Sunday. And they gave me the choice. You decide what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I remember talking to my coach and telling my coach, hey, I can't be at the game in the morning, but I will be there. I can be at the game that starts a little later in the day. I'll be at that one. Mm-hmm. And my coach understood and all that, even though they didn't have their star first baseman. It was fine. It was okay for that one game. <laughs> Whatever um, did they do? I know. They couldn't. But it was something that was instilled in me as a kid that then just I, I was able to make that decision as yeah. I got older. And so it's – it's all of these things. It's yeah. the instruction. It's the discipline. It's raising them to know God yeah. um, and know what's important and what the priorities are. And all of this can be done in such a way that it's not, uh, I don't feel like I was. I grew up under this religious yeah. thumb. Yeah. I don't feel like it, it, it um, affected my life in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like any discipline that I had made me angry towards my parents. <laughs> like, I get it, and, and um, we hope and we pray that that's yeah. how our kids grow yeah. up and how they feel. And listen, as a parent, sometimes it's it's like understanding, too, that it's not all just, there's not just one form of instruction, one mm-hmm. form of discipline. And that's why I think it's hard sometimes to look at the way the world does things, and the world's always going to say, well, do it this way. This yeah. What you'll find is that even every kid, we have five kids, 
and every kid is different. Mm -hmm. And so how you instruct, mm -hmm. how you discipline, this is why you need to be led by God. But I feel like there's so much wisdom in, this is a dumb statement because of course there's so much wisdom in the Bible. There's so much wisdom in the Bible when when you need help and, oh my goodness, this is going on and you need, mm -hmm. you know, because the Bible has so many different angles, so to speak. I almost look at it like it's this gem that, and it, it, you know, it has all these different facets to it that are yeah. reflecting God and his character and his love, but they all need to line up with his word and mm -hmm. what he says. But like, he's going to give you wisdom, exactly what you're saying, where, okay, you got this strong-willed child over here, or you got this one over here, you got these different personalities, and we need God's help because his way is too overwhelming. It's overwhelming on yeah. our own. We can't do it properly on our own, Yeah, you know? That, that other word to, like you were saying, the instruction. So you have the discipline, but then you have the instruction. So Proverbs 22, 6 says, direct or instruct. Direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. Like That's such a, that's such a wonderful scripture and promise that we have that um, I, I would just encourage, you know, parents of young children that feel like it's just the monotony of I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere you know we'll get over this phase and then they're going to do another phase and then they're like the beautiful thing about giving them a foundation that that comes from God is that you know you're you're making sending them down the right path and and when they're older they're not going to depart from that because that's what you've built them on mm -hmm. right because I just find that so encouraging that He's given us a way. He's not left us alone. God's not left us alone. He's shown us how to parent, you know. Mm. And then the other thing, too, is let's say you haven't done any of this right. Like, your kids are older. You feel like, man, I just messed up. You know, I, I we've talked about it before, but, like, God is a redeeming God. We talked about what that word means, that re to redeem means you, 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 um, now I lost my train of thought of what it means, but it's that to to, to buy, back. buy back something that was taken or stolen, or so it's you're redeeming the time, you're redeeming maybe what was once lost, and that's the God that we serve. So I would just encourage you, you know, if you're that parent and you've not done it right, today's the day to do it right. You know, yeah. so you're never going to stop um, being that godly influence and in instructor to your child, even if they don't live with you. And we need to ask God's wisdom what that looks like and yeah. how to speak to them. But don't lose heart if you have adult children that aren't serving God. You keep pouring, you know, that. and on the other side of that, children, like if you're, if you're a child and you just like, I haven't honored my parents, I haven't been respectful to them, you know, maybe even somebody who has a parent who's, who's already gone. You know, but it, the attitude, we can ask God, hey, help me to honor my parent, mm -hmm. even if they're gone, of how, how I speak about them. Um, but it's never too late, I guess is what I'm going to say, yeah. because God is a redeeming God. So do it all as soon as possible, but it's never too yeah. late. And I'll also say this is I understand. So we're giving examples from our lives, mm -hmm. even though I can't believe we went to this whole <laughs> episode and didn't talk about the time we took away somebody's birthday but anyway oh, yeah. that's a story for another day i don't um, know how everybody would see i know that's it's a very controversial they may think that story was harsh. yes I don't know. but it's okay <laughs> um if you want to know about it just write in and ask us <laughs> and say what's the story about the time you took away somebody's birthday yeah. um but I, I also i understand this 
there's a lot of variables to family today. Yeah. So some of you may be listening and maybe uh, you're a, a kid, teenager, older, adult, young adult, whatever, and you're like, my parents aren't Christians. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are a parent where you're married, but your spouse isn't serving God. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a single parent, a single dad, a single mom, and, and you're like, none of this. Because again, this was Paul giving instruction to the church, yeah. to a believing father and mother, to a believing child. And so there's all these variables, mm-hmm. right, that are all there in place that you can say, well, yes, that's a, that's a perfect family. Mm-hmm. Um, families are a challenge no matter what. But <laughs> obviously, when you take even one variable and... Uh, you know, again, whether it's the father, the mother, or the child, and mm-hmm. they're not serving God. They yeah. don't confess to be a believer. They're not trying to serve God uh, in any way. You might look at all this and go, well, it doesn't work for us. This goes back to what we said about the husbands and wives. Yes. All you can do is your verse. Yes. All you can do is your verse. It can't be like, I'm going to submit when everybody else submits. Yeah. I'll submit to them when they submit to God or... No, that's not the way it's written. The way it's written is we submit to one another because we're believers. Or I'll we're show honor. We'll show honor because yeah. I'm a believer. And so if you're a child that, you know, has parents that are not serving God mm-hmm. and sometimes, again, like Joy said, if they tell you to sin, then don't sin. Yeah. All right. But <clears throat> we also, we, we need to find we need to find ways of honoring them mm-hmm. as a testimony mm-hmm. um, of who we are in Christ, mm-hmm. that we would lead our parents to yeah. Christ yeah. through through our honor and through our obedience. If you're a single parent and you're like, well, I don't have this joint relationship or anything like that, but you still do your verse as yeah. a parent. Because again, that's why we're, we're including, like it says fathers, this instructions given to fathers. Yeah. There are instructions that are given specifically to mothers and other places. But we're, we're kind of making this about the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're a single mom, then then you do it, mm-hmm. all right? If you're a single dad, then you do it. Yeah. If you're married but your spouse isn't serving God, you do it, yeah. all right? If you're the only one that, that says, you know, I, I think, you know, God, I'm trying to submit to God and raise my child to know mm-hmm. God, then you pack those kids up and you bring them to church on mm-hmm. Sunday. You get them involved. You pray with them. You, you, you read the Bible with them. You do all of these things to raise them in the way that the Bible yeah. instructs that you raise them. You discipline. You, you love. You mm-hmm. instruct. You do all of these things. Yeah. You do your verse. Yeah. You do your verse and you let God work yeah. on the rest. His grace is sufficient. His power is made perfect in our weaknesses. So our lives have some weaknesses in them. Mm-hmm. It goes back to it's not all perfect. But yeah. his power is made perfect in our weaknesses. When we surrender ourselves to God, he can do so much more than we thought or imagined. So, yeah, that's... Churches are filled with testimonies <laughs> of a praying mama yeah. and a praying father. Yeah. Uh, and it could just be one. And so, yeah, parents... We have a huge responsibility. I, I, the verse I get that come, coming to me too was that the verse that talks about it's better for a millstone Ooh. to be hung around a person's neck and dropped in the ocean mm-hmm. than to lead one of these innocents astray. Mm-hmm. That is the responsibility that we have as parents. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the responsibility we have as parents is to make sure that our kids know the way to Christ. Yeah. And they know what that looks like. They know what their heavenly father is like by looking at us. Mm -hmm. And that is a responsibility because God loves these kids. They are a gift. It is God giving. We talk about Jesus being a gift from the father. Mm -hmm. 
the Bible also says that the kids that he gives to us, they are gifts mm -hmm. from him that we are to cherish and to love and to raise and yeah. to instruct and know him. Yeah. It's a heavy responsibility. So don't take it lightly. <laughs> All right? And kids, honor your father and mother. You'll live a long life. Yeah. Things will go well. I yeah. like that. It's just <laughs> things go will well. go well. It'll things go will good. be good. Listen to your parents. <laughs> things will be good. We tell I our kids. I want that on my tombstone. We tell our kids it that all the time. It went well. Forget long the tombstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, forget the tombstone. Let's hang it up in our house. Yeah. Like, obey your parents and everything will be good. <laughs> I'm just done. All right. That was good. Uh, so listen, we want to thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, hopefully you've caught all of these. We have one more um relationship that we're going to talk about yeah it is between slave and master or as we'll talk about when we get there uh as employee and employer what does it look like to be a christian out there yeah. in the workforce <laughs> what does it look like to be a christian whether you are the boss whether you are the employee how do how can we serve god represent god even in those areas mm -hmm. of our lives as well there is no Again, there is no putting God to the side. He is mm -hmm. a part of everything He's a that part we of do. All of it. All of our lives. And so as we submit to him, we submit to others, and our lives will be blessed mm -hmm. as we honor others around us as well. It's all good, guys. Thank you so much for being with us again. Follow, subscribe, like, comment, rate, all those different things. Let other people know what you're hearing and learning right here on Lunch with PB and J. Bye guys. <laughs>